hello um welcome back to anything and everything or welcome if you're new um yeah so this today's episode is just going to be about privilege it's just going to be talking about privilege 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 um i'm going to be talking about first of all the kardashians because i recently finished the 19th season i believe of the kardashians of keeping up with the kardashians um and i also like Two minutes ago, I just finished that Varsity Blues movie, um, the about the co- the college admission scandal, um, and it kind of just bothers me how like, because I will say yes, I'm rich. I come from a place of high privilege, um, and I'm acknowledging that, right? But and then you see like ultra uber rich, like Jeff Bezos level type of rich, you know. And I just, I don't know, it makes me think, like, there's a certain level of privilege that is exposed that people are so incredibly tone-deaf to. Um, and mind you, these are two, the college admission scandal and um, the Kardashians are two very different levels of privilege, but it's still privilege. So, I'm going to talk about the 19th season. I finished it um, a week ago, I believe. Yeah. I finished it a week ago, because it was the day spring break started, but, oh my god, it is so tone deaf, so incredibly tone deaf, like, oh my god, so basically, you have your first two episodes, and they're pretty classic kardashian fashion where it's like here's my life here's me going to palm springs for like the millionth time in a row but then i want to talk about the the like the second half of the season which is just coronavirus coronavirus corona i think it starts like after episode three it is so Okay, so, like, there's, like, a few incidents that have, like, really stuck with me when talking about it, um, and I'm gonna talk about it. So, first of all, they go to Paris Fashion Week, um, no, actually, no, before this, before going to Paris Fashion Week, they were very aware that coronavirus is a threat. Now, of course, they have access to know that coronavirus is a threat. I'm not going to say they don't have access to it, but, like, they very, they very well know that coronavirus is a threat at, at this point, at February 24th, because that's when Paris Fashion Week started. Like, they knew that coronavirus was a real threat. And so before this, they started stocking up on hand sanitizer um, and stuff like that. So they start, started stocking up on PPE. Um, I think PPE stands for personal protection equipment or something. Um, but they started stocking up on that, right? And then you have... Then they're debating whether or not to go to Paris Fashion Week. Because they're like, coronavirus is a real threat. And I'm pretty... And they knew, like, at the time, the like that coronavirus is airborne. That coronavirus... Has because it was labeled a global pandemic like in January of 2020, so like they knew that it was a global pandemic, but they but Kim Kardashian and I believe it was Kourtney Kardashian, a chose to take 
themselves. It wasn't just, like, even if, like, because Kanye had to go, I expect that, that he had to go, because he had already, you know, done his, he had already been like, yo, I'm, you know, I'm having a show, um, and this is what it is, and I already have everything planned, X, Y, Z, so it's perfectly acceptable for me to think that Kanye could, should have gone, um, but then Kim also decided to go, and she took her kids, she took North, she took Saint, she took Psalm, and she took, I don't think she took Chicago on this trip, um, but she took, um, her kids, and Courtney, or no, Chloe Kardashian chose to not go, because let's say she gets stuck at an airport in France, she doesn't want to be that far away from True, so she decided to not go, but then Kourtney Kardashian went, she also did the same thing, which Kourtney Kardashian's presence here was not required, I guess that she wants to support Kanye, you know, that's like perfectly acceptable, but, um, her presence wasn't required, so you need to like, bounce out, like, do I really need to go, so she put her health in danger, she jeopardized other people, she jeopardized people on the plane, she jeopardized her own children, then, you know, they go to Paris Fashion Week, it happens, they come back after the show, but they talk about coronavirus, they're like, we had to postpone this show, we had to postpone the fitting, we had, they had to postpone a lot of stuff in Paris Fashion Week, um, because of coronavirus, and they're very open when talking about it, so it just makes me think, like, they probably, like, they did know that coronavirus is an actual thing, um, that, like, it wasn't just, like, something that would go away in two weeks. They were very aware that it was a real threat. But then they come back, and then they decide to go to Palm Springs. They take the entire Kardashian-Jenner clan, or, I don't want to say a clan, because a lot of people believe it, but, like, the family. Um, I don't think Rob Kardashian is there or anything, but Scott Disick is there. Um, Scott Disick is there. Um, his kids are there, Rain and Rain, who are Courtney's kids? I don't know what Courtney's kids are, but the, um, Courtney Kardashian, she and her family goes along with Scott Disick, um, Chloe goes, and, um, Kim goes, and, um, Chris goes, I think that's, yeah, that's, I don't know, if, you know, Kendall went on, yeah, Kendall went on the trip. Oh, and Kylie went on the trip. So, yeah, th- they're all there. Um, they're all just playing their part. And then you kind of see a little bit of, a little bit of a drama happening that Kylie didn't go or what, or also there was a fight that happened in Paris Fashion Week, um, and it was just a really petty fight. And it was made into this big thing. Um, so I'm not going to get into the fight. It was just like, um, yeah, it was just like, you know, I didn't want to like go sleep in this. Oh, yeah, I, th- I believe Kendall was there as well because she had to model. Um, I believe, I don't know if this is Paris, Fa- Paris Fashion Week or not because this is like a week ago and it's a little, it's a little muddled in my brain. But yeah, there, I know there was definitely a fight at Paris Fashion Week, and then they had to go to this, like, drag bar, and then, 
Yeah, no, this is Paris Fashion Week. Yeah, I have my stuff in order. Um, yeah, but there was this fight there, and then when they came back, the fight was still, like, persistent. It was a really stupid fight, but that's basically, um, another fight that happened. But it was just really petty, and I don't, I don't need to get into it. Anyways, back to what I was saying about, um, they were at Palm Springs. And then Scott broke this really nice vintage lamp, which, first of all, it shouldn't be fun or cool at 36 to act like a, because he was 36 at the time, but it's not fun or cool at 36 to act like a child in front of your, it's fun, I get that you want to have fun with your kids, but like, to break a lamp, to hide it, and not, and not make that big of a deal with it, oh my god, this is a very vintage lamp, which because Chris found out, and she was really mad about it, um, she has a property in Palm Springs, so they're all there, which, oh my god, um, yeah, and then they're all there, and they're all having fun doing their thing, um, yeah, I don't know, but they're all, like, having fun doing their thing, and then, uh, Scott broke a lamp, and he just tried to hide it, and he, like, lied about it, which, really asshole move there, so, not, like, to not, own up to Chris and just be like, hey, I accidentally broke your lamp because I was messing around with the kids. That would have that would have been a very sincere conversation to have. Um yeah. That that would have been a very but it, like acting like that at thirties like I'm what sixteen more mature than that, so yeah. Oh, I'm also gonna talk about um oh my gosh, how incredibly tone deaf this episode is. Because I think, like, some, I, yeah, but this episode was, this season was incredibly tone deaf. Anyways, uh, it just popped into my brain and I forgot to talk about it. Oh, yeah, um, it was very tone deaf about rehab, but <laughs> I'll, we'll get into that later. Um, because they, like, pray, like, played a prank and it was a really stupid prank. Anyways, yeah, well, but we'll get into that later. Um, going back to the Scott thing. Um, the, it was just a very, like, not productive conversation, and a very bad conversation, I feel, as well. And then, also, can we just please talk about the outfits at Paris Fashion Week? Because Kim was wearing braids, like, box braids, in her hair, um, and I believe, um, Chloe was wearing cornrows at Palm Springs, which I'm, like, why the hell would you do that? Yeah. Why the hell would you do that? And then, um, yeah. So the Scott thing happened, whatever, he lied about it, and it was kind of just brushed under the rug. Um, yeah. So then, that's when the whole Scott narrative kind of ends, and we'll pick it up a little bit later in this episode, but, um, that's where I want to leave off with Scott for now. And then, let's just kind of talk about Chloe in the season because she made a very large and prevalent appearance in the season. No, let's talk about Kim first because Chloe was a little bit explosive. And I'm not like trying to diss any of these people. I'm just saying I'm not supporting their actions. I'm not, I, I'm just not supporting their actions. But I'm not saying that they're bad people for making said actions. Um, then we're, let's just kind of talk about Kim really quick. So, Kim. This episode for, or the season for her was not, 
positive. Um, she went to Paris Fashion Week, XYZ, um, and then she was caught, she was wearing box braids, which, first of all, she is Albanian, she, half Albanian, okay, she has very straight hair, and I'm not trying to speak over any black people here, but I'm saying, that's, no, like, there, of course, I, there's a very fine line between cultural appropriation and appreciation, and I think box braids are something to not be meddled with, not, they're not a trend, because they have such a, like, if a black woman walks into a job, and she's wearing box braids, and she has an employer, which a lot of white men in America are very racist, so she has an employer saying that her hair is nappy, or her hair is not professional, which a lot of women get that, oh my, like, and then for you to be like, oh, I'm just appreciating it. So that's just kind of talking about nowadays. And then back, like, the very early history of our country, boxways were still very prevalent. Uh, and there's many videos that you can watch on that. Um, but, like, boxways were still, like, they have a long cultural history. So that's not something to be meddled with or to be touched. That's the first thing. And then she goes to... she goes back, and then she goes to Palm Springs with her family. But you already know what coronavirus is, so why would you, again, go on another vacation? Even if it's just, like, a few hours away from where you live, you know? Even if it's, like, still in your state. Like, that's still not a very good thing to do. Um, and then she goes, and I think it was either her or Chloe, but someone was made fun, making fun of someone. Um, and it, that was not very positive. And then, um, there was, like, a fight between, no, no, that was Chloe, not Kim. Um, yeah, but I think I don't really support Kim's actions in here. Um, and that's just kind of the whole Paris Fashion Week and Palm Springs narrative. And then Chloe, Chloe didn't make a huge appearance here. Um, she just kind of chose to not go to Paris Fashion Week. Um, yeah, she just chose to not go to Paris Fashion Week. Um, and then she went to Palm Springs. Um, yeah, and then someone made fun of someone for a bikini, and it was just, like, whatever. Um, and then there was a, I think between the family, there was this big fuss whether, um... Kendall and Kylie were coming or not, because Kendall and Kylie, they had some beef back in Paris Fashion Week, or, yeah, back in Paris Fashion Week, no, 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 this was, yeah, this was in Palm Springs, not in Paris Fashion Week, yeah, this was in Palm Springs, but, um, yeah, in Palm Springs, those two wanted to go out, and Kylie didn't pack a lot, so she borrowed some of Kendall's clothes, and Kendall got so mad about that, which I'm like, whatever, typical sister stuff, um, but then it was made into this huge thing, and then, um, Kendall was a little bit tired, so she decided to go in Kylie's car, um, because, like, the whole gang decided to go out to this drag bar, uh, bar thing, or this drag, this drag queen bar, or it was dinner, but it was, like, a late night thing, um, and then, uh, Kendall wakes up, and she wants to go home, but Kylie's like, no, I'm not taking you home, and Corey, um, who is Chris's boyfriend right now, um, 
just kind of interjected himself and was speaking very negatively towards Kendall, I believe. Um, and then Kendall made a big deal out of it. So that's basically what happened. And then this beef just was prolonged and it was so unnecessary to be prolonged. So that's basically the Kendall Kylie actions that happened in Palm Springs. And then after Palm Springs, oh, Chloe, let's get into Chloe. So then Chloe decides to have a baby shower for her friend. Um, even though her friend repeatedly said she didn't want a baby shower. And then Chloe pressured her into having the baby shower. And then at the baby shower, the friend's like, you know, I want black and white. Like a very clear-cut theme. And first, at first, Chloe was like, like knocking everything down and like shooting everything down. This is what happened at first. And then second, um, she had a birthday party or a baby shower that was very not black and white it it was bear themed which again admit like it's a very cute it was a very cute theme um and it was like 150 ish people it was like a lot of, no not 150 the original number was 55 so i think it was 55 ish people but yeah so it didn't go with her friend's wishes um, and you can kind of tell that her friend were, wasn't very happy, um, especially because the friend had a very tough pregnancy because the baby, uh, daddy wasn't in the picture here, um, and it, it was just very tough pregnancy for her, and yes, on camera she was very happy, but I don't think she was with the outcome, even though it was a very cute outcome. Yeah. So that's just kind of what happened. And then um, the friend wanted this um, baby moon, which is like a honeymoon, but like for your baby. And again, went completely against the friend's wishes because the friend wanted to go out and party. And uh, I mean, couldn't drink because she's pregnant, but like uh, want to go out and party. And if you're at like if you're at a casino and you decide to not gamble, what are you doing, you know? Because the original plan was to, like, relax and, like, have a spa day. And that wasn't the agreed thing. Um, you know, that wasn't, like, mutual agreed thing. And I'm just like, oh, my God, that's such a mess. Um, yeah. So then, um, oh, also, she has Baby Moon for, even though this is, like, March the first week of March, I guess, and it was, like, again, is a very scary and real thing, and they are well aware of it, but they decided to go on vacation again. So, yeah, and then I think that was, again, a very stupid move, and it speaks to the privilege that they have that, like, I can just go to France, and they can afford having medical treatment, first of all, they can afford having medical treatment, they can afford to be reckless because if they get corona, then they can afford that. But, like, they're going out and they could transmit corona to someone else. And that's not very positive. Yeah. So then I'm going to talk about the whole corona because in, like, the second, second half, um, they, the um, season very much goes into what corona is, um, and just kind of, like, 
just kind of like, hey, lockdown happened, here's what happened. So, um, Chloe goes over to Kendall's house, and she's wearing a mask and a beanie, and she's like, I feel very warm, which, first of all, why are you at your sister's house when you don't feel well? First of all. Second of all, why, like, you know, like, if you're having corona-like symptoms, um, why are you going to someone else's house? And then she's, she says this, like, line, which basically said, um, I don't know why or how I got corona, um, or, like, but she's, like, it's so shocking to me, but it is not a stretch in my mind to see that she has corona, because she went to Palm Springs, she went all over, and she got corona, which I don't want to say, yeah, she deserved it, whatever, because no one deserves to get that, but it isn't a stretch in my mind, it what like, it wasn't a stretch in my mind to see that she got corona, but she got tested and everything, um, she got tested, and she had to quarantine her room for two weeks, two weeks, that's all it took, yeah, and Tristan came over at the time, because he had to parent, um, the kids and, like, take care of them, um, and, um, I think that was a very good move, and then there's this angle that's, like, worked that she and Tristan had to, like, um, had to mend their relationship, which they did, um, they did mend their relationship, which I'm very proud of them for, but I don't, I, I, it's not my place to comment whether or not she should forgive Tristan, yeah, and then, I don't know, she just, like, went out and partied and went all over, and then she got corona, and she's like, oh, I'm so shocked, yeah, and then, um, Kylie makes a statement on her Instagram story, I believe, either Instagram or Snapchat, I don't know, way too many stories, but on her Instagram story, she's like, you know, when I was pregnant, I had to hide myself, um, from the paparazzi, so they would know that I was not pregnant, which I'm like, again, you got to quarantine yourself in your house, and, but I'm like, it's, it is very similar, and I'm, you know, she had to do what she had to do, so I'm not gonna, like, be like, oh, she shouldn't have, you know, like, it's her safety, and plus, paparazzi suck, so, yeah, um, but then she just kind of compared it, she's like, yeah, we can get through this, and yeah, I think that's a very positive statement for her to make, but again, like, two very different things were happening, so, yeah, I don't, I don't think that was a very good statement to make, and then, yeah, I think that's all I have to say about Chloe, um, but Chloe in this season was not, she didn't have actions, she had actions that would very clearly result to her getting corona, she got better, um, yeah, and then, Lastly, I'm going to talk about Scott Disick. Oh my gosh, during this time, they, he went to Palm Springs in a house to quarantine. He went to Palm Springs to Calabasas and back. And he rented, rented out multiple Airbnbs in a global pandemic. And he's like, I hate seeing people traveling, going to beaches, XYZ. But I'm like, you can rent out palm springs things and just be like it's for my, my mental health um yeah but then 
at the time, his mental health was very much suffering. So, I very, fe- I really feel for him in this case that, like, you know, and then he went into rehab, he checked into rehab, because I think his testosterone levels were down, or whatever, um, and he went to therapy, because he's like, now that I've grown, I need to address some underlying issues, um, about his dad, um, and I'm very proud of him that, for doing that, but then when he went to rehab, it was exposed that he did go to rehab, and that story was probably not very positive on his mental health, so I really, that really sucks for him, um, but his, I just think the main thing to condone is, like, he went to Calabasas and to Palm Springs and back, and he just kind of went all over California during this time, and then I also want to talk about one final thing, a prank that happened between, it was just kind of between everyone, so basically, again, pranks are all in good fun, but then, um, there was, basically, the prank was, since Chloe, um, kind of looks a little bit like her mom, uh, Chris, why, why did I think her mom was someone else, but yeah, Chris, um, her mom is Chris, um, and she kind of, like, went to go dress up like her mom, and she, like, kind of was blackout drunk or whatever, she got her mom drunk, first of all, got her mom drunk without her mom's consent, which I'm sure was part of the prank, and I'm happy that her mom was safe about everything, and I don't think that was that big of a deal, um, and I think, yeah, it was, again, a very, like, part of a very elaborate scheme, that's the first thing, and then the second thing is, like, she goes, she poses, you know, it's part of the prank, so I'm not gonna be like, oh, that was bad, but basically the prank was, uh, she just posed, like, Chris, and that she had hired a paparazzi to take fake photos of her, um, of Chloe dressed up as Chris, um, and then to leak them to her publicist and have her publicist in on things, be like, yo, the publicist says that TMZ wants to leak this, which TMZ never received, never received said photo, so it's not that big of a deal, um, but it was just, like, a very elaborate prank, which I'm, like, good on you for keeping it up that prank, and then they decided to take it one step further to mess with Kim Kardashian. Um, and then they, so Chris talks about, I want to go to rehab for this. Um, of course, Chris found out and everything, and it was all in good fun. But then Chris is like, she told Kim, and of course, this is part of the prank of messing with Kim, that I want to go to rehab, which don't joke about rehab, like, I think that's a very sensitive topic that people shouldn't joke about. Um, so then she's like, I want to go to rehab. And Kim's like, oh my god, what do I do? And Kim does not tell her mom. You should believe that, like, this is a very real and serious thing. But, like, you should be at least worried for your mom, you know? But she wasn't. Um, I wish she had told her mom. So, or, or at least a little bit earlier. Um, and then, of course, Kim found out that uh, Scott and Chloe and Chris were all messing with her, so that was all in good fun, but they just kind of made a very unsensitive rehab joke about the thing, about the prank. So, yeah, that, those are all my thoughts about, um, the 
season 19 of the Kardashians. And then we're going to talk, just to like kind of recap my thoughts, that they made some decisions in here that were, I'm sure, played up. Um, but then also, ver- oh, sorry, this is my last thought about it. Um, they, but I think this is in April, but they go out, um, they're staying six feet apart, but they are not wearing masks. And I'm sure there was a little bit of misinformation out there, so I'm sure that's the reason, because, like, I can't expect them to be educated on, on everything. But, like, you're still transmitting corona. So. And then they're having, like, workouts together. Again, six feet apart workouts. Um, but, like, they're very much sticking to the whole six feet apart thing. Um, which I'm like, you should at least be wearing masks. So, yeah. Okay, that, that was my last and final thought. But basically, to recap, they weren't being safe during the pandemic. They were just staying at home. Um, but they made some very unsafe decisions. Um that led to them getting corona. That's the first thing. Second thing um, is that they chose to go to Paris Fashion Week when they knew how much of a danger it was, and they endangered their own kids. And third of all, there was a lot of petty rich things that happened. So, like, very petty, very only rich people things that could only happen to rich people. Yeah. Okay, woo. And then back, just kind of tying back to the privilege that they have a lot of privilege that they probably know, but they're also a little bit tone deaf too. So, yeah. Okay, now I'm going to talk about Varsity Blues, the college admissions scandal. Um, I just finished watching it, watching it, and I think people need to be held accountable. So, if you aren't caught up, basically the Varsity Blues college admission scandal is someone very rich, Rick Singer, owns a scam corporation. And he has um, very rich families pay large sums of money to him. um, And they're under the guise of a donation. And it helps, his admission helps falsify test scores, helps falsify... Um, helps falsify test scores, helps falsify college, like, applications, and you can't help but get mad at him, because he's just trying to make a quick buck, but then, like, he hasn't been held accountable, which I believe he should have, because he set up this thing, but then you need to hold the people involved and accountable. All these rich families, when it came to fines, slap on the motherfucking wrist they're rich prosecutors know that prosecutors like take a penny worth of them you know they don't take a lot and they you know charge them with prison time um a lot of the families got charged with prison time but then the people that were interviewed were like still playing that they were innocent which oh my god um oh my god Oh, you're innocent. Wow, you would want to play that up. But you are not innocent in this case because you went to him. You knew that this was a scam. You you knew that it was shady. But you still went to him. Your kids come from a place of, like, 
a, a place that's like very um that's very privileged and cre- like mansions in LA which when you talk about like LA rent there is expensive 1500 for like a one bedroom apartment so like if you want to talk about like a mansion in LA probably like two million dollars a million dollars so yeah so like again incredibly rich incredibly rich families first of all second of all they chose to do the side door which is a little bit more unethical than the back door so um they use the side door back door and front door a lot in this um in this movie in this documentary so front door is like hey i have excellent stats I had a kick-ass GPA, I had a kick-ass um, extracurricular wrist, or list, and I had um, a kick-ass college essay, right? That's the thing. Um, that's how you get in via front door. Side door um, is the Rick Singer thing, which he just scams and bribes a lot of college admission officers, um, and he also falsifies test scores. And then the third, the back door, is just, let's say, um, I, I have a million dollars just lying around. I pay that to my dream school. Um, let's say, I think one of the main schools in here was, like, Stanford. So, like, um, let's say I just pay, like, a large, a large sub, uh, sum to Stanford. And Stanford just takes a second look over my application. Just be like, you know, maybe we should have applied um, this girl Granted, maybe she has, like, low GP or whatever. Um, or, like, her stats aren't good enough to get it. So, yeah. So, people that need to be held accountable in here. First of all, Rick freaking Singer. He goes to the FBI, and then he just kind of rats out the people that that were paying him just to not get convicted, which I really believe that I should get convicted. Yes, maybe he's probably not going to do this ever again. Um, but, like, you still paid bribes. You falsified a lot of things. Um, and you made it, like, worse for the people that did deserve to get in. Like, I think just these kids could have gotten in on their own merit. And Rick Singer's like, I can get you accommodations. Um, I can get you accommodations because uh, you can just fake a learning disability. And then the, he's also like, yeah, it's not fair because a lot of other people do it too, which, yes, a lot of other people do it too. Um, but, like, just faking a learning disability for fuck's sake, dude. So... That's, you know, like, there's people that actually struggle from having learning disabilities, but I think that's a really stupid move to do. That's my first thought. My second thought about this is people were given, people prosecuted were given a slap on the wrist. You know? Slap on the motherfucking wrist. And the paparazzi here, like so rude to these people because the paparazzi suck regardless of who they're taking photos of um because you shouldn't be like asking questions to these people 
or I mean you could be but like I think that would be more appropriate in like an interview setting um you're taking photos of people probably without their consent um I think we we can all objectively we can all agree the paparazzi suck because they just invade people's personal private lives and they just won't leave these celebrities the fuck alone first thing second thing about this thing is just like the paparazzi like just kind of follow these people and like where they are legal stalkers and there are new paparazzi laws after the whole Lindsay Lohan thing but I think it's the paparazzi are still very shitty about this then comes the matter of the Stanford missions I think the Stanford coach he was held accountable he was fired from his job um and he tried to be like, oh, I'm innocent in this, you know, like I should, but like it's Rick, because he tried to be like, yes, Rick Singer is at the center, like he's at the center of this nexus of evil, um, right? But then you kind of break it down. A lot of these like rich families that came on. Do you realize that you you took someone's position away at Har- Harvard, Harvard of all places? You know, you took someone's place away from Harvard. Which I like, oh my gosh. And then I think college missions is really like, it does depend on whether or not you're rich. So then Stanford released a statement being like, yeah, it doesn't matter whether you're rich or not that you get accepted into this school. But like, the back door still exists, you know? So, um, I think Stanford should just take a little bit more accountability. And then another me- a method that Rick Singer used was faking your race. How? First of all, it comes to that. Because college admissions is so incredibly hard. And then, um, I hate that it had to come to that. But it was just to get affirmative action points. Don't fake your race. Please don't. Because you don't go through the struggles of what those people go through. That, like, because I'm Asian, right? But let's, no, let's say I'm white and I put down Asian on my application. I just want it for the affirmative action points. I just want it to be, like, you know, give me a little bit more favor here. Because I'm Asian. I've gone through some struggles that a lot of white people haven't gone through. So, like... You can fake so many other things. Please don't fake your race. (laughs) Because you haven't gone through the struggles of what people from that race have gone through. So, just please don't fake your... I I just... I hate that. A, I have to come to that. B, people actually did that. And then, just college admissions is a scam. In and of itself, because it does favor rich white people, um... Because those are people that can contribute the most to the school, and that's what who they want. So, I think that's a very not good move. Um, but just kind of final closing remarks is a go watch it first of all because it's a very interesting documentary. Second of all, oh my god, people have to actually do this to get into college. People, like, it's just, like, 
people have to do this. People have to fake their race, fake their ACT, SAT scores. People, proctors, were literally in on it. And so many people were in on it. And then Rick Singer just kind of sold his friends out. He was a sellout in this case, so. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of all I have to say about it. Um, but yeah, I think people not acknowledging the privilege they have and then abusing the privilege they have kind of sucks. I'll see you next week. Uh, vibes. (laughs) I don't know.